Hey everyone, Steve, One Geeks Collide. Uh, different kind of cold opening this week. Uh, this episode, uh, before I get into anything, everything, I just would like to uh, talk about the sad, sad news of the passing of Chadwick Boseman, or Boseman. Uh, you know, uh, the Black Panther uh, in the MCU films. Uh, passing away uh, a couple days ago, uh, 43 years old, battling a four-year battle with colon cancer. Uh, I don't think it was ever reported that he was sick. Um, it's completely, you know, out of the blue. I, I got a, a message and I read it, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I teared up a bit because. Uh, you know, he was just getting started. He was just getting started as Black Panther. You know, he was in Captain America Civil War. That's when we first met him. And then he was in uh, his own movie, Black Panther. And then he was in, you know, Infinity War. And he showed up at the end of Endgame. Uh, just getting started, you know. Uh, we're supposed to do a Black Panther 2. Um, just really sad stuff. Uh, also, he played Jackie Robinson in uh, the movie 42, which was an outstanding performance. I'm sure the performance got him uh, his uh, his position or uh, his his slot in the uh, MCU as uh, Black Panther, uh, King T'Challa. Um, you know, Black Panther went on to be extremely, extremely successful. Uh, you know, he 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 loved that movie and uh, it was fantastic. You know, he had good, great director and a good supporting team, but at the same time, you know, uh, he'll be very sad, uh, and he will be missed. He was a fun part of uh, the Marvel movies. He, he was good, uh, serious when he needed to be, and uh, he was really funny on, uh, he put, he was on Jeopardy, uh, on an SNL sketch, where he played a, uh, I don't, I don't even know, but, uh, yeah. Oh, I, on the sketch he played, he played uh, T'Challa, and it was uh, very funny. Uh, if you can go back and look for it on YouTube, I've watched it so many times. He's great in it. Uh, you know, who knows what the future holds for uh, any suspected uh, like um, they were definitely doing a sequel. I don't know if they've filmed anything or much at all, anything like that, but he will definitely be missed. Um, again, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Uh, all I'll say is R.I.P., rest in peace, rest in power, and uh, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's get to the opening. Thanks, guys.
When Geeks Collide, how's it going, Steve, your lead geek, I guess, uh, yeah, what's up everyone, it's Friday, uh, tomorrow, we're gonna have AEW All Out, last weekend we had some wrestling with Alpha One, and I did some super kick on the Sunday, oh, don't listen to that. I am in the car. I am driving. Uh, yeah. I've been trying not to do the podcast driving, but, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do, right? And, uh, you know, getting free time is, uh, it's not the easiest. But I have plenty of time on my commute. So I'm gonna be doing some podcasting. Uh, you heard kicking off the show at the beginning, uh, talking about um, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Super, super sad. Uh, leaving a huge, 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 tremendous gap in the MCU. Uh, you know, who's going to follow in his footsteps? Good thing that they already have another great actor to play his, uh, his sister in the comics. She is... She becomes uh, the Black Panther as well, so hopefully you lean that way. But yeah, uh, guys, what's going on? Summer's over. Summer is officially over. It's Labor Day weekend, and uh, summer is over. You know, uh, what a summer it was. The weirdest summer like we've ever had, ever. You know. With uh, with all the COVID and things shut down, like here in Toronto, the Toronto area, GTA, no exhibition, like that's huge. I, I read something like the exhibition would not being open this year. The exhibition probably won't exist past 2021, which sounds ridiculous, but hey, we'll see. Um, but yeah, summer is coming to an end. This is the Friday before Labor Day. You know, like I said, we got all out tomorrow. Um, a couple weeks ago, it's been a, it's been about a minute since we did the podcast. Uh, actually, we did the podcast, and then I think the next day was the DC fandom uh, event, where all the trailers happened uh, for the Batman and Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman and all that greatness that. Uh, happened, which you got to think would have happened at San Diego Comic-Con, and makes me think that uh, DC, Warner Brothers would have finally got a win and won Comic-Con, but hey, again, where does summer ever, no Comic-Con, but um, a couple weeks ago, actually that weekend, uh, I went to a toy uh, show with Jeff Smith, of course, and we went with a couple of the young up-and-comers in the, uh, the wrestling scene around here. Uh, the Iron Cowboy, Gunnar Lang, and uh, Herbie Hancock. And uh, yeah, I love that name. Every time I hear it, it reminds me of the movie, uh, why can't I think of it? Tommy Boy. Whenever someone's like, hey, they just need your John Hancock, and Chris Farley's like, John Hancock, it's Herbie Hancock. Yee. But yeah, I digress. Uh, but yeah, so 
in a bit, we're going to jump to a roundtable discussion between myself, Jeff, Herbie Hancock, Herbie Hancock, and uh, Gunnar Lang, where we're discussing the DC uh, trailers that were dropped. Uh, cool little discussion. Uh, some collisions, you know, because this is when geeks glide. So I'm stoked for you guys to hear that. Uh, also, we filmed a toy hunt video that day, which should be out uh, tomorrow. I should have it edited, if not tonight, when this is already posted. But, uh, yeah, so that will be up on uh, youtube.com slash wankyslide. And I just wanted to say a thanks to, I don't know if we're in much crossover between listeners and viewers to uh, the YouTube, uh, but, like, there's not been, like, a massive growth uh, of When Geeks Collide, but it is slowly and surely uh, moving up. And uh, the listeners have been increasing, and the views on the YouTube, and the likes, and actually discussion. Uh, today we got some more, some more, uh, I guess, listener questions. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I love it. I, I started doing this. When Geeks Glide was started by myself and Logan Savage just because we would go on wrestling road trips and we would just talk about stuff. And we're like, we should do a podcast. And we did the podcast. I can't even tell you how many episodes we did. Some of them are still up on YouTube. And uh, some of them are on Spreaker. I'm really going to go into it because what I want to do is I want to, um, I guess, catalog everything and just maybe put some episodes up on YouTube, some of the newer stuff. But if you're listening to this, you'll notice it says Volume 3 because this is the third go-around for When Geeks Collide. When Geeks Collide, uh, when we first started, we did a number of episodes over a period of time and we kind of like got away from it for a bit and then I started up again uh, I knew somebody in Hamilton that had recording equipment and they would record us and that's volume 2 volume 2 uh, was hosted by myself and P.P. Smalls and uh, the great Masamune Doug Ma was on it as well Volume 3 has been me just by myself, Logan Savage contributing some movie reviews, but there's been no movies. Uh, but I'm going to message him and really get some stuff, because when this started, it was supposed to be a podcast, and the po it was literally, we recorded the podcast and we posted on YouTube. We didn't know any other ways to post the podcast. Uh, now, with, uh, with the recommendation from Scotty O'Shea... Uh, you know, wrestling with myself, which I'm on all the time. Uh, we, he told me about uh, Anchor.fm and made me be like, you know what, I want to bring back Wendy's Glide. And since that's happened, I can't, uh, I can't narrow it down to exactly when, but we're probably going on in about a year. And we only got 18 episodes, and it's because, you know, life gets in the way. But what part of this episode this week is about me dedicating myself to When Geeks Collide, to the point where I am going all in on When Geeks Collide. Um, I'm going to work out a schedule for podcasts because 
there, yes, there's the When Geeks Collide podcast, but we also are going to be starting up uh, a comic book movie podcast where we discuss specific movies, and uh, it's not going to be like a, it's kind of like a review, but it's just a discussion. Uh, it's going to be called From the Page to the Screen. Uh, some of you voted on what our first topic should be, and I can tell you right now, the first four episodes, I'm sure I've talked about this already on the podcast, the first four episodes are going to be Batman 1989, that's episode one, that's going to be me by myself discussing this movie that shaped the person I am, but what I mean by that is like, my fandom, my geekdom, all comes from this movie, uh, so yeah, I'm going to be talking about that. Uh, Batman and Robin, I obviously have to talk with Jeff Smith because Jeff Smith has the biggest boner for Catwoman. I think he was even Catman in a Catwoman costume in 92 for, this is a story I heard, uh, but we'll hear it. And uh, for Batman Forever, I still don't know who I'm going to have on with me. Batman and Robin, I'll probably do myself because it's another movie that it's totally my guilty pleasure. Uh, you know, a lot of people look down on that movie, say it sucks. I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie ever. But you know what? I am not going to say it sucks because I watch that movie and I am so entertained, even to this day. Uh, which is ironic because when I first saw it, I didn't like it at all. But uh, I digress and we'll speak about that in the coming weeks. So where I'm getting at is we have this show, uh, Figure It Out is going to be coming back. So what I'm toying with right now is Monday will be a Figure It Out episode where I discuss different toy lines and have people come on. Uh, figure it out. It's go figure. Man, I'm, I'm an idiot. But yes, go figure. I'm going to bring it back. We did, um, I did a few of them and, you know, I just... Again, life got in the way, and what I have to make sure now is that life does not get in the way. Uh, I cannot expect this to do anything, and I'm not trying to uh, become super famous or uh, a, a podcast millionaire or a YouTube millionaire. I just love collecting. I love the geek culture, the geek, geek lifestyle. And I just want to like talk about it. I love I love movies. I love action figures. I love well. I like video games. I'm not like a diehard gamer, but I enjoy playing video games. And these are things I like, and I'm passionate about, and I want to speak about, and I want to talk about it with my friends and with people. You know that like I'm finding out people like stuff, and I didn't even know they liked it. You know. And, uh, like, with the, uh, the roundtable coming up, like, I would never thought of, I'm going to have a roundtable discussion with Herbie Hancock and Gunner Lane, but this week, you're going to get it. And, um, so yeah, so Monday will be, you go figure, Wednesday will be from the page to the screen. Uh, I have not, um, have not determined if that's going to be a bi-weekly show or a weekly yet. We'll see. Um... And Friday will be when Geeks Collide. So no matter what is going on, when Geeks Collide will be number... What the hell is this talking about? When Geeks Collide will be every Friday. And, uh, yeah. There's some guy honking 
giving me some gestures. Not the middle finger, but I don't know if he's talking at me. Anyways, uh, yeah. So also, with that being said, with the YouTube page as well, I'm planning on having a schedule with it. It's all kind of all over the place, and I was speaking with a good friend of mine who has a fairly successful YouTube page, and he said that I need a schedule. I need to let people know when this stuff is going to drop, and so that's what I'm going to do. So that's pretty much what I'm working on this weekend. Also, some NSW stuff I'm working on, um, but yeah, just, you know, trying to keep busy, trying to stick with Way Geeks Collide because, you know, the, the numbers aren't enormous, but the numbers to me are really good. They make me happy. And, uh, you know, I'm doing like a giveaway right now. Uh, 150 subscriber giveaway. When we get 150 subscribers on um, the YouTube channel, I'm going to randomly pick a subscriber and I'm going to be sending them the Marvel Legends Dark Beast, which I thought was kind of a hot figure, but I guess more and more people are finding it. But regardless, someone's going to get it for free. Uh, I already have an idea for what the following giveaway will be. Uh, right now, as it stands, we're at um, 113 subscribers. Um, but uh, I have an idea for once this goal is attained for the next goal. The next goal is going to be 500. Uh, you know, why not? Why not set... Uh, you know, I'd love to reach a thousand and, uh, you know, stuff really start picking up. That'd be great. You know, I can monetize, but I just said, I'm not trying to be a millionaire. I just want people to see, I just want to spread my geekdom, as I've said before. So with that being said, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm working on scheduling, uh, a definitive schedule will be announced probably this by Sunday. Should have it. Uh, Going to be kind of busy tomorrow, but uh, yeah. So stay tuned and uh, guys, please share. You know, like I see people that you know. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a big deal, but I'm you know I'm semi-famous. Uh, I'm a moderately successful independent wrestler and. Uh, you know, on the on the A A B C scale of uh, celebrities, I'm definitely a Y celebrity, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm something. And uh, there's people that you know are doing podcasts and aren't even half as popular as me. And people are listening, people are sharing. Hey, just give it a share, give it a try. If you don't like it, cool, you don't have to listen again. But hey, you know, dip your toe in, see what you see what you think. Maybe the temperature is just right and you can dive in. Who knows? But as of right now, I am going to be taking a quick break. I don't know what ad we're going to put up. I'm going to put up something. Maybe it'll be Sunset Crypt. Then I'm going to come back, discuss a couple thingy-ding-dings with everyone, and then we will uh, go to the roundtable discussion. And, uh, yeah, we'll see where else we go. Steve, one geek slide. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you like horror, sci-fi, superheroes, comics, and adventure? 
SunsetCrypt.com has you covered with reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. Yep, we're back. Steve, when geeks collide. Have you checked out Sunset Crypt? We've been putting these ads up. I'm putting the ad up. Wrestling with myself's putting the ad up. Listen, there's another thing. Just give it a chance. Check it out. You got three, well, two semi-mediocre celebrity famous wrestlers and a uh, infamous, uh, you know, Vince Russo-loving, uh, I don't know, space cadet. I don't know. But uh, there's also a YouTube page. You can go from that, from the YouTube page from the website to the YouTube page, you can check out our, our short film we made, Little Lamb. Uh, we, all, we already have filmed another one. One is in the works, I don't know. I haven't been hands-on to uh, the short films. I have an idea for one, I gotta write it out. I'm pretty much just an actor. And uh, yeah, I just show up and uh, do what I'm told. So please, again, uh, SunsetCryptGods.com, check it out from there. You can link to this website, uh, to, not this, excuse me, this podcast, uh, to wrestling with myself, and anything that uh, Jeff Ron, Jeff Smith, Kyle Davenport's got going on. But yeah, guys, check it out. So, for me, every week I come on here, and I tell myself... Steve, don't talk about Marvel Legends. I don't think anyone really cares about Marvel Legends, Steve. Do not talk about them. And you know what? I'm going to have to talk about Marvel Legends. Because this week, this past Monday, Hasbro revealed a Doctor Doom done in the retro 1994 Fantastic Four Toy Biz style card back. Oh my god. Like, when I when I say stuff online like Hasbro wants all my money, I mean it. Hasbro wants all of my money. Okay? I am currently, I collect DC Comics stuff, which is I guess McFarlane makes it. But everything else I collect is Hasbro. For wrestlers, I focus on collecting WWF Hasbros from the 90s. I collect Marvel Legends, Hasbro. I collect uh, Star Wars Black Series, Hasbro. I collect Power Rangers Lightning Collection, Hasbro. And I bought some G.I. Joe Classified figures. And guess who makes those? Ding dong, you got it, Hasbro. So yeah, they want my money. And they've been getting it. I got, I got the Sentinel. I waited till the very last minute. It was a game time decision. And I got it. I backed the Sentinel. And now I have a good year to wait for my Sentinel. Uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't not get it. Uh, I feel like at this point... Uh, this is going to sound really weird, but I'm now invested 
into collecting Marvel Legends. Something which, you know, I should really go over on, go figure. But something that I used to collect, the original Marvel Legends Toy Biz style, I was all in on those. And then it got to a point where I just kind of, I lost interest. And I think it was way before. I can remember the last one I bought. The last one I bought was Bullseye from the Galactus Build-A-Figure Wave. Uh, yeah, that was the last one I bought. But those figures, they were great. I had, I got into it a little bit late. I think I got into it like Series 3 was out. And I was still able to get a couple Series 1. I had the Hulk and I had Iron Man, but I digress. But when they changed the packaging, myself and KP Smalls who collected those, we were out. Like, I was just like, eh, eh. And then some of the Hasbro ones, the early ones, I would like look at them and they were cool. But I also remember my mom, my mom knows I like comic books. My mom knows I like Marvel, DC. So whenever she saw something cheap, Marvel or DC, she got it for me. Now sometimes she did this and she made the worst decisions possible. I'll get to that. But I remember she brought me home a clear Emma Frost Hasbro Marvel Legends. I think it was like a Toys R Us exclusive. And I remember just thinking, these look like trash. Like, I was just like, this is dumb. And I really didn't collect anymore. I don't even know what I did with that. I think I probably gave it to uh, somebody. Maybe my kids, I don't know. But uh, then I wasn't really paying attention to them. And then they started, my mom again, uh, she bought me one. She bought me the Red She-Hulk. And she was like, yeah, I, they had these at the store here. It's like a discount store, giant, giant tires. She's like, they had them, they were only 10 bucks. And she's like showing me like, yeah, I thought she was cool. And then like, I'm like, do they have this guy? And it was like Archangel. She's like, yeah, but I thought that she looked cool. I'm like, well, one, mom, you don't know me at all because I love X-Men. And they had Jean Grey and Archangel. And they're like literally sitting in a discount bin. Ended up being some pretty hot figures. Anyways, I digress. Because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't collecting them. Now, uh, the Marvel Universe, the shorter ones, the three and three quarter ones, I was, I was into those. I thought they were cool, the packaging was cool. And I bought a bunch of them. But something happened and I was like, tight on money and I sold all of them. I had so many. Uh, I, had, I even had some rare ones. And yeah, I sold them all. Uh, I kept a few. But then I ended up selling them when I moved to Hamilton because I just wasn't really into it anymore. And, uh, but before moving to Hamilton, I had started seeing some of the Marvel Legends, like the, I guess they were called the Infinite Series at the time. And I saw a few of them and I, I, I bought some of them that I thought were cool, like the X-Men Toys R Us exclusive wave, the Build a Jubilee. I saw all of those all the time and I was just like, oh, they're, they're cool. And it wasn't until I had this app on my phone, it was called Flip. 
and uh, you got, you know, it gave you flyers, and you kind of just went, you could save stuff, and it was easy to price, and you save it on the app, and then you go and do the ad match thing at grocery stores and stuff, but I got an ad for London Drugs. Now, London Drugs is not in Ontario. London Drugs is in Alberta and some other provinces, but I had the ad, and in the ad, it had uh, Marvel Legends, $9.99, and it was the Infinite Series, it was actually, the photos were uh, Winter Soldier ones, and with that ad, I went around to Walmart's, Toys R Us, and I was just buying them, I bought the whole All-Father Wave, and built him, and I remember, I remember I got Winter Soldier, and I think I got Star-Lord, and like, I just, and I got Strife, and I wasn't really buying them, I had a few, and I sporadically see them, like I found like Carnage at uh, a real Canadian Superstore, and I found um, Scarlet Spider at real Canadian Superstore, and I would, I would get them. And from there, it wasn't until I moved to Hamilton, and like, you know, my good buddy Julian, Paul Eagle, Ethan Page, uh, he was collecting them. So I went from like, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's not uh, peer pressure, but when you're into something and you have a friend that's into it too, and you guys can be into it together, it's, you know, it's, it's awesome. And I went from, uh, I was kind of in a, like a kind of shitty spot and I was kind of depressed to buy these figures and it made me feel better. I've talked about this before on the podcast. And uh, yeah, so the point I'm trying to make is I went from just getting stuff that I liked to now, like, I went to the toy show and I picked up figures that honestly I've never really had in, in, uh, any interest in, but they were super cheap and they could fill in some holes in the collection. And I realized I'm maybe not a completist, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fully invested in Marvel Legends at this point. Uh, I, I probably, I definitely have about 300. And yeah, long story short, Hasbro takes all my money. Like, I hate paying full price for it. $30 is a lot. And that's what's so great about uh, EB Games. You know, you save a little bit with the, uh, the Platinum card. Definitely, I definitely uh, get my money's worth of that. It's 14 bucks a year. I'm glad I get it. I save way more than $14, that's for sure. Uh, the only problem I have with it is it saves what you've bought. <laughs> and if you go on to the EP Games website, I don't know if you guys have done this, you can see everything you bought, and it's, uh, it's quite sickening. But, uh, again, I, I digress. But, yeah, no. Uh, P.P. Smalls, in uh, other news, I sold, I got him a Doctor Doom and a Gambit in hopes of kicking off him collecting Marvel Legends. He does collect Pops. That's cool, but he needs to collect Marvel Legends. Plain and simple. So... I gifted him a thing, not the Walgreens thing, the, the Super Scrawl Build figure thing. I gifted him that, 
and now he's got three, and I hope that he keeps going. His birthday is coming up, and I, if he's not careful, I will gift him more so he gets the fever. Because uh, it's, like I said, it's always fun to have someone to discuss what you're collecting and so and, and I'm not saying that uh, Julian is not the same thing because he still does but it's during COVID he hasn't really been going out you know and uh, I've gone out and I've, I've, I've picked him up some stuff but uh, I, I think it's more of a case he's running out of room he's got no wall space for Marvel Legends he has so many and it looks so incredible when I think of his um, his wall and it's covered in Marvel Legends, it reminds me of like when I was a kid and you go into a toy toy store and you see uh, like an end cap full of action figures. Like this is something I want to get into on the podcast at a later date. But kids today will never know how awesome going to Toys R Us or going to Walmart buying toys really was. Sorry, I had to take a drink there. Mouth's getting a little dry. Uh, but yeah, like you, I've said this before, I said this on the podcast with Jeff. You can be like, you know what, this week, my mom said I'm going to Toys R Us. We're going to go to Toys R Us. And you can be like, I'm going to get this guy. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, you'll go in there and you'll get exactly what you want. Like that's how that's how great the distribution was. That's how like you could go and the the aisles would be stuck. Like I'm thinking about wrestling figures, like in the the fucking peak of the Attitude Era. Like you can find anyone. I don't ever remember being like. Man, this guy's really hard to find. Actually, there's two people. The Blue Blazer, Owen Hart, which for some reason they ended up going to Walmart and being $3.99, and there were so many of them. Uh, I, I I used to buy them. They were they were they were they were like uh, platinum for trading online. Like you could go, like I said, you can go. And you could find him. And then I'd go home and I would trade some guy in the States one blue blazer for like a couple ECW action figures. Or like the WCW, uh, I forget the figures. It was like uh, Lion Tamer, Chris Jericho. Uh, I forget the wave, but there was a wave with Saturn, Harry Saturn. <laughs> and Perry Saturn had his dress on and he had the contacts when he was like the Marilyn Manson Saturn and for some reason that was the hottest figure ever in the States and nobody could find it and I was literally going to Zeller's and paying 10 bucks getting them right off the like tons of them so many Perry Saturns and like I take them and I trade. That's how I got the whole ECW uh, Wave One. I got. I remember I traded a guy a Perry Saturn 
and Chris Jericho, and he gave me uh, both Dudley Boys, Taz, and Shane Douglas. And I think maybe even Tommy Dreamer. Or Tommy Dreamer was in the second set. I don't know, because there was a comic book shop here that ended up getting them. And I bought them all on Boxing Day, and they were super cheap. They had a big sale, and I got Series 2. Most of them, except for the Dudleys, because the Dudleys I got from this trade. But I used to trade figures all the time. And I'm telling you, Saturns and Lion Tamer Chris Jericho's were like the currency. Or there was like a sting. You remember, like, there was a set of figures, they, like, build and brawl or something, they were WCW, there was four of them, it was Scott Steiner, Bret Hart, Booker T, and Chris Benoit, and the four of them, you could build a ring, but there was also a Goldberg variant, where he's wearing a t-shirt, that was here, and a Sting variant, where he had white boots. Those also were like super hard to find. And uh, the Sting was awesome because the Sting was actually better than the first Sting that came out for the Toy Biz WCW figures. He actually had like movable arms. He didn't just do like the Stinger Splash thing. So it was really cool. It was actually my main Sting, sting figure for a long time. But uh, yeah, like, man, like, the blue, yeah, the blue blazer was hard to find for a bit. Brian Pillman and Kane, they were hard to find for the Slammers. I think it was Slammers Series Two. It was, yeah, they were hard to find. But eventually, you found them everywhere. I remember finding Brian Pillman. And I was like, oh, sweet, Brian Pillman. And he, like, uh, the figure came out after he had passed, but I still remember buying it because you know, thick fed. And uh, I think I used to make him my light heavyweight champion because I always heard a rumor that the reason they started the light heavyweight division was so Pillman could get a title and all the hearts like mostly had belts or something. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, hey, cool. Good on you. But uh, yeah. So kids will never know what it's like. That's why that's why there is toy hunts. But you know what? When I watch these toy hunt videos in the States, and I get so mad. I, I, I'm sure I get it. I'm like just beating a dead horse. But like, they walk by things that me personally, I've been looking for like yellow ranger figures and blue ranger figures. It's like, oh my God. I'm like, grab that yellow ranger. You know, like all my friends up here, they're finding yellow rangers. Jeff found a yellow ranger. Mark Wheeler found a Yellow Ranger just sitting at a Walmart. When am I going to find a Yellow Ranger? What about me? What about Steve? But, uh, yeah. Again, I'm getting carried away. Uh, I think right now we'll take another quick break. And then uh, when we come back, we'll head right into the round table. And then with that, I'll uh, come back and I'll finish off the episode and uh, send you all a packet. This is Steve. When geeks collide, just you know, driving home and uh, recording a podcast. It's what I do. That's 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 what I do.
All right, guys. Hey, guys. Right Steve back. here. And do you want to look like a champion? Like, I mean, like, really look like a champion. You know, like me, the Alpha One, Outer Limits champion, or the countless other titles I've won? Well, this is the way you do it. You go to Into Gear. Now, Into Gear has been making wrestling gear for myself for a number of years. And when I get gear from them, I'm always 100% satisfied. Now, recently I got some gear made, and when it came, it had a card with it saying, we find the best form of advertising is word of mouth from our satisfied clients. And that's what I am. So I asked if it would be all right if I talked about them on the podcast. And that's what I'm doing right now. Go to www.into-gear.com for all your wrestling gear needs. Because I'm sure there's a lot of wrestlers listening, and that's where I go, and that's what makes me look like a champion and perform like a champion. So go head over to Into Gear, tell them Steve Brown sent you, and say you heard about this on When Geese Collide. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, we got an actual uh, round table discussion right now. It's more of a square. It's more of a square, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Steve, as always, I'm joined by Jeff Smith, Kyle Davenport. Welcome you back again on the podcast. Always. You're, you're the ratings getter. Apparently. You're the, see, you're nothing like Vince Russo. <laughs> uh, we got Cowboy, what an iron cowboy, Gunnar Lang. Thank you. And we got Herbie Hancock here. Yeah, buddy. Herbie. All right, so DC Fandom, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Fandom. Fandom. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 trailer. Yeah. Fucking Thoughts? First glimpse at full-fledged Cheetah was sick. I have waited 27 years for live-action Cheetah, and I'm fucking loving everything I have seen. I will say, I think the CGI could be tightened up a little bit, and I know Kristen Wiig was in full makeup costume, so if they could just tighten that a bit, it seemed a little bit blurry in the teaser. But oh, it's still just the trailer, so I'm not going to be nitpicky, because I love everything. Her and her outfit, where it looks like she first fights Wonder Woman, in like that leather print dress and everything. Kind of like a transitional I, point. I love everything about this. Do you like Cheetah because of the Justice League Task Force video game? That's the only reason I bought that game as a kid. I had a card set with the Cheetahs. It is the DC Superheroes trading card set. And that's when I first learned about Cheetah. And I always liked the second game, you know me, which was in the comics. She was a niece of Priscilla Red in the first year. Cheetah does, Cheetah's never prosper. But Barbara Minerva is like the ultimate chief, and she's the ultimate one. So this is pretty fucking cool that she's in this. And I think Kristen Wiig is going to do a great job by the looks of it. Yeah, uh, Cheetah ranked number sixth fastest character in DC officially by DC Comics. Really? Number seven or number six? Just faster than. Just Marvel. to let you know that Kristen Kristen Wiig is going to do about as good of a job in this as she was in Ghostbusters. Yeah, thank you, Herbie <laughs> Hancock. What do you What do you think? What do you think uh, of the Wonder Woman? First, look at the movie, especially uh, the cinematic fight scene, obviously that they're going to lead up to. Uh, we see the Cheetah, and especially the armor that they bring out in Wonder Woman. That, it looks so fantastic and so well done, just for the first glimpse, and I can't wait to see what happens. That armor looks great. When the, when the figures came out, yes. when I first saw the pictures online of that, I was hunting for the the gold armor, and then I saw the actual Wonder Woman, and I, I picked her, because she was great. I heard that most of the shots taken with that armor was actually the costume and not just CGI. So imagine Gal Gadot walking around set with the, like, 
15 feet of wings. Wow. Apparently she's a trooper though. She was like filming stuff for when she was pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, all right. So we're gonna get to the Batman last because uh, yeah, it's Batman. Batman. Oh, Joey, what's your feeling? Yeah. What's your feeling, Wonder Woman? Are you excited? I think I'm going with an open mind. I mean, I I always go in like taking the grain of salt when I go to see a prequel because obviously it's set for modern day. But I think the casting is fresh. I, I want to see how it's a prequel to like Dawn of Justice, Pretty but much, it's a yeah. sequel to the Wonder Woman. So I like that it plays on the whole nobody stays dead in comics. Yeah, because Steve well, Trevor's there. Right. Yeah, but it's that stone. Yeah, Maxwell Lord, buddy, Lord. Oh my God, played by the Mandalorian. Yeah, well, mine's New Mutants. Anyways, uh, yeah, my thoughts, uh, I, I like the first Wonder Woman a lot. I thought it was the best DCEU movie up until Aquaman, because Aquaman right now is the best. Awesome. What's wrong with him? Black Mantis? But you know what? I do like all the movies. Yes. My favorite thing about Aquaman is that they made Aquaman riding a seahorse look cool. Yeah. Did they give him this traditional Hell yeah! Yeah, that's what he wears. Oh, nice. The thing he should have had in Justice League. When he yeah. the, but the thing is, in Justice League, he's technically not Aquaman. True. So he did it just a little backwards, a little fast-ackwards, but, uh, yeah. but, we'll, but we'll let it slide. But no, it's great. And I just need the, uh, uh, what's his girlfriend's name? Oh. Amber Heard. Amber Heard? Yeah. Yeah. I just need her figure and I got all those. Oh, you don't have her figure yet? No. I have the Justice League one. Oh, okay. That's the one. But I need the one for the Builder figure, the Builder oh, Trench. Right. Do you know that fish guy, his, his piece is missing in the Black Mesa figure you got? Really? Yes. But it's sealed. It's 100% sealed. That's why. Like for real? Yeah. That's so weird. It might be hidden. Maybe it, maybe it's hidden because I'm I had that five right in. Oh, you did Yeah, uh, Paige gave it to me. He gave me that and Aquaman. So that kind of segues in, I guess, to the next trip. What? Well, I forget the other movies. Yeah. Just Snyder 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 Oh, the Snyder, Snyder Cut. Okay. okay. I love that they played the Hallelujah song because I like that song anyway. And I feel it was also very meta because it was like Zack Snyder saying, Hallelujah, your real version's coming to do. Okay. I thought I thought I thought I thought Dark Side looks like shit. Well, Honestly, we left a lot to be desired. But I, I'm just glad we have Dark Side. I think I think them going back to making uh, Steppenwolf look how he looked in the Ultimate Cut. Yes. No, I don't like it. I, li I actually like how he looks in Justice League. I'm in between. That we get a lot more flash by the looks of it, and he plays very prominent in the stuff, no doubt, important in the flashlight. Cannot wait. We got our first look at his costume for that. Yeah. Uh, with uh, what looks like to be Michael Keaton Batman behind yeah, exactly. us. Exactly. But there's no trailer for that, but. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I'm excited for this Schneider cut. I didn't completely hate Justice League, to be I, honest. I say it, but like, I see all the problems with it, and I'm really glad that they're improving upon it, because now I can just enjoy it that much more. They, they, they brought Josh, uh, Joss Whedon in yeah. to try to make it fucking uh, the Avengers. It's not the Avengers, no. so like, get the fuck out of here, you balding fuck. You can't make the Avengers out of DC. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it looks good. Still, they're still working on it. We still don't know exactly when it's gonna be on. And hey, it's gonna make me pay for HBO Max. So. Let's hope it keeps going because yeah. apparently Affleck's back for Flashpoint. Yeah, so. I, think, I think it's DC's time now. Like they're, they're with these trailers, they're definitely killing it now. Like Marvel had their day, and they peaked, in my opinion. Now it's DC's time to actually really hit things. See, in my opinion, DC never had a problem. It's the problem with DC movies was the fact that people were going into them expecting a Marvel movie. That's a good point. Like, it's always been darker. They should have known that. It's a little more nitty gritty and dark, and you got to expect that there's going to be a different tone. But DC was doomed from the start because people go in expecting that classic Avengers movie feel that they were looking for. And I'll admit, and Steve, I know I can't believe you love this movie so much. I don't care at all for Man of Steel. What? Love it. I love it. I love Batman vs Superman. But it's a very slow pace. It builds, especially the director's cut. Off the so is Batman Begins with Superman. Superman. Yeah, but Man of Steel. True. Man of Steel's great. I knew you. Like I don't know how anyone has any problem with it. Like the the Superman movie that came out before Superman Returns, everyone complained that he didn't fight. He didn't do this, and all he does is fight, tear shit up. And Diane Lane. Why can't people just focus a little more on like the and other Diane types of conflicts? There's political conflicts, personal conflicts, well, as opposed to just like punching each other. Because it's kind of story. There's depth. Are you talking about Superman Returns right now? No. no. I'll, lose my, I'll lose my so shit. No, just in general. Biggest disappointment of watching a movie in my entire life. Yes, that's It was I, just that summer. Remember Darkstone was all Superman Returns and I was all X-Men Last Stand? They came out the same time. Yeah, they both suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're on to the Batman, right? The Batman, okay. The Batman. Right. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Like, they don't even, like, fuck around in this trailer. It's right away. Boom, Batman's there. He's talking to, yeah, we're getting off And here. I think right away, right away, ba Batman. skepticism about Robert Pattinson because he's Robert Pattinson. Right he's going to be amazing. As Batman, he's gonna be like a really good young Batman. This this is his calling, man. It's supposed to be like a like a zero year or year one kind of feel. I mean, almost like Long Halloween, something like that. Give it a little more serious. Year, year no, two. they can't. They, they can't do. They can't do Long Halloween because Long Halloween is pretty much the Dark Knight. Yeah, they said it's gonna be. It's like officially year two. Which is fine. Um, there you go. But I love that. Um, the Riddler is just so menacing. In fact, he reminds me of a much darker, almost Robert England style Riddler. Oh, you want to get all the way over? All of it. And, and Robert England, 
celebrity. Yeah, he passed it. That's fine. Yeah, turn around. Um, so it, Robert England was great in the the Batman cartoon. He was very dark Riddler, and I feel that's kind of the Riddler. Oh yeah, Robert England was the rip impact yeah. Riddler. That's right. Yeah, and if this Riddler is that dark, it's just gonna be awesome because Riddler is the great. I mean, last time we saw Riddler yeah, on the big screen was Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, Riddler in Gotham. Which I got that Funko Pop. Catwoman? That oh, I still have to get it. Catwoman looks great. I know she's using like the cloth mask right now, but the outfit itself and her looks, looks like that. That part I missed. Honestly, that was not the biggest part of the trailer for me. There was uh, people saying you didn't see Penguin. There That's was one shot in the battle field. I like it because it's almost like a throwback to the 66 battlefield. It's my favorite battlefield of all time. But in one brief shot, there's like a specific shot of an umbrella hand. <laughs> True. So I caught that. That's good. And uh, I, I think it's it's going to be really good. I'm looking forward to it. Am I looking forward to it as much as You better be. I love the fact that back then it's my first what I really liked about the trailer is they really set the tone for what the movie's going for, and that's a younger, less refined Batman. Yeah, you see him like, shit out of that yeah, he falls right into the gang, and then almost the guy remorselessly. Yeah, that's what Batman does. Yeah, vigilante, you want to be technical. But I hate when like people complain about Batman versus Superman. Like, Batman kills. Batman kills all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Not saving people is killing them. Alright? Right? I don't have to But uh yeah, no, I, I'm very excited. I was sold on him as Batman as soon as it was announced. Because oh, really? Dude is a vampire, he's already a shooter. Yeah, well those he's got the credentials. Those movies those movies suck, but like he he was yeah, you would be <laughs> uh he he was good in it. Like the brooding, uh, you know. An actor's only as good as what they're given. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, and he's been in other stuff, like Water for Elephants was good. <laughs> and even that Harry Potter that he's in. Yep, Cedric Diggory. He, he's good. So, like, I, I'll never, like, poo-poo an actor when they get announced for a role. I'll let I'll let them you know. Well, because it goes back to their own grave. He was so shy when he was announced as he's going to be better. Because and he's Mr. Mom. He's the best. Man. My dad would never let my brother and I enjoy 1989 Batman. He's like, that's not Batman, that's Mr. Okay. Mom. See, we have a generation issue here live Sorry. on the podcast. Why? Because he just he, said Christian Bale's the best yeah. Batman. I didn't say it was Ooh, the best. No, no, no. Over Michael T. Wow. Okay, but I'm also gonna say Michael Keaton is not the best Batman. No. He's up there, but he's not, not the, the best. best. Who's the best Batman then? In my opinion, it's Ben Affleck. Wow. Well, you get both. You I get will both explain why. Because when it comes to an actor playing Batman, they can't just be good at playing Batman. They gotta way, be Adam a West good, is on a suitable level. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, awesome yeah. too. Yeah. Almost every actor does one well and not the other. If I did a list of. My favorite to least favorite, Adam West on the bottom. Adam West is on the bottom. Yep. What did you know about Batman? I thought Michael West. Keaton was an unpopular opinion. He's a whole different thing for a Oh, yeah, 
did you not like about Adam West? When I was a kid, I liked the Batman show yeah. good enough, but it's like Julian Newmar's piece. I just, I don't, I don't think he's a good Batman. He, he never changes his voice. <laughs> Everyone in Gotham just must be the dumbest, the dumbest people, because he'll be like, not as dumb as Metropolis. Oh, hey, Commissioner, I'm talking to you on the phone. Yeah, this is Bruce Wayne. Oh, okay. See, oh, hold on, Batman just walked in. Let me put him on the phone. Oh, hey, Commissioner, it's uh, me, uh, Batman, uh, Bruce, Bruce Bat, I mean, Bat, Bat, uh, Bat Wayne, ah, shit, uh, you know, he doesn't change it at all. Send your daughter over. Clever. <laughs> and Ben Affleck, he's number two on my list, because I think he was just perfect. Yes, he was. But Michael Keaton is the best Batman. Thank you. See, I think it's a generational thing here. For me, believe it or not... You gotta split this card. Believe it or not, for me, it's Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Val Kilmer, Kilmer, Christian Bale, George Clooney, Adam West. Adam West under George Clooney? And don't forget, Debbie Mazouz in Gotham. Who? He's Bruce Wayne in Gotham. But he's not bad. Well, at the end. I'm not counting anybody from Gotham. Here, here's a hot take. Okay. Gotham was fucking shit. No, it was. There amazing. you go. No, it's not. Amazing. No, it's not. It so Any fun. of these TV shows or movies that like, no, oh, we're gonna make we're gonna make a show called Gotham. But Batman's not even gonna be. He's gonna be a fucking kid. But yet, all of his fucking villains that are the same age as him are gonna be fucking like we're gonna make Oswald Copperpot. Copper pot. A fucking skinny little fucking. Uh, yeah, but he got heavier as the series went on. In the oh literally God, the last episode. Awful. Yeah, it was and the ten Hitler, years later. He was an adult. Selena was naturally closer to Bruce's age. Uh, Jonathan Crane was older. Mr. Freeze was older. So, but the origins. Got good. Cameron Monaghan. They're all taking place at the wrong time. No, they 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 all suck. Wow. Everything from that show sucks. I tried watching it. Awful. Okay, so you got to rank Kevin Conroy in with the Batman. No, because he's not a live-action Batman. Well, Mark he is my definitive Batman, but he's Joker not a live-action. So oh, wait. But what about Crisis? But still, I'm not yeah. including the shitty TV shows. Wow, where they're just... Where they're just flash Where they're just making... It's, it's just all fan service. Here you go, fans. Here, here. Here, let's... Let me fucking Spray jerk you off, there. fans. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you want to turn here? Okay, wait, no, I have a controversial question. Alright. Who's the best Joker? Jack Shit. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to ask me, I'm still going to go voices and say Mark Hamill. But I, Jack Nicholson for live I, I will go on the Cesar Romero. Again, yeah, Jack Nicholson. Is Heath Ledger even up in anyone's face here? Absolutely. He's my number two. Number two? Okay. All right. In fact, a very, very close second. Hot take. I love Jared Leto as Joker. Ooh, Jared Leto. Yeah. I like the idea of it. I didn't like seeing it. You know, like, he got, he got, he got gypped. Like, they cut a lot of his scenes out. That's true. I feel like if we got yeah. a little more time with it, we could have like gotten sold on it. But you know, he's just basically there as a prop. 
I like the craziness he kind of brought to the table and how he was sadistic in a sense. Yes, that's that's what I like. It wasn't, there was no jokes, it was just all good. Yeah. And, alright, so, we're excited for the Batman. Oh yeah. Yes. Hell yes. Hell oh, yes. Yeah. Alright. Now we're gonna have to have a an episode where we're just talking about uh, best Batmans, best Jokers. Anyways, <laughs> and uh, did you guys see the um, the first look at Suicide Squad? This Suicide Squad? I did not. I watched yes. the video game trailer. No, no, I I saw both, but yeah, it's fucking Polka Dot Man. Yeah, Polka, Polka Dot, Dot Man. And the casting was perfect. Who's playing them? Dude, I forgot. I, forgot I remember name, but... the guy. Oh, it's the guy from. Um, Actually, he's in the Dark Knight. He's the guy that Harvey Dent yes uh, gets, yes, and does the flip the coin, fakes him out. But he's in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, uh, the Bobby Yaga guy. Yeah, he's, he's Polka Dot. He's such oh. a derpy looking dude. Yeah, and Polka Dot Man is a derpy super villain. Oh, so. And John Cena, Peacemaker. Yep. So, he's so great. I want to see Cena as a new villain in Fast Nine. And uh, what's your face? It's back. It's Randall Waller. She's back. Boomerang's back. Boomerang's back. not back. Uh, Andreas Elvis in as. I thought it was going to be. Everybody thought it was going to be Bronze Tiger. Yeah. What is. Uh, Things Bronze Tiger. Yeah, it's a savant. I'd never heard of savant until no. yesterday. Well, I mean, technically they're all villains. Well, but, like, who they're going after? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you think they said. Right? But they're combining, like, old Suicide Squad. Like, where it's a war scene. And then, like, the new idea of Suicide Squad. I think James Gunn's going to do it justice. Yeah. So. So now, if you rank the... We didn't watch the block out of the brain. Is there much to that? I did? There wasn't too much. There was like, uh, he was doing like a little chit chat, I guess, maybe as Black Adam, talking about like who he is now, is he and who these foes from the Justice Society are. Is he still too much Dwayne Johnson or is he played like is he No character played by Dwayne Johnson is anybody else but Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him do something that we're like, this is. But that's the thing, like, his his identity now is just so prominent. Like, he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Like, he's he's a brand himself. He's a household name. That's... You could, yeah, we were talking about this before, that he's been attached to this project for, like, 14 years. 
Jesus. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Was yeah. That's a long time. And now he is. Is he on part of the producer team? Probably. That's Must probably. That's probably we the, just got the XML, so why not? That's probably how they kept him on it for so long. <laughs> I was so, only privy to that information when they announced Shazam. But I didn't know it was going back like yeah, that. Because there was talk that would be appearing. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, Wonder Woman 84 is like my top, top three trailers. Mm, but I love them. Like, all three are on this, this whole level. For me, it's the Batman. I'm not gonna count Suicide Squad because it's not an official trailer. It's a first look. I'm. I have a tough. I have a tough call between the Snyder Cut and the Batman. I like how the Snyder Cut had more Flash and more Cyborg love in the trailer itself. Uh, we, we, you know, Batman's Batman. You can't not so love any Batman. 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 Normally, I'd like. Okay, Gunner Lang, where can we find you online? That's IC Gunner Lang, underscore after IC, on Instagram and Twitter. And you can just look up Gunner Lang on Facebook. Please follow those. At KDAV Jeff on Twitter and Instagram. Or, uh, well, not that I really add you, Jeff Tyler Smith on Facebook. Yeah, and then for Herbert Hancock, it's uh, Hancock Herbert underscore FGW. On Insta, and then I think that's really it. Facebook. What's your Twitter? My Twitter? Yeah. Uh, it's. Did I make a Twitter? You don't have. A Twitter. I don't have a Twitter yet. I think I probably should get. Kirby Hancock, you need Twitter. If you're a wrestler, you need Twitter. I Steve's Twitter. the one that told me that I needed a Twitter. To who get else is gonna? Who else is gonna put you over? You no one's gonna put me over. You gotta put yourself over on Twitter. All right. I guess I'll get Twitter, and I'll probably be the same thing. I'll just create it. You know. And, there you go. He'll post seconds. it on his Instagram. <laughs> All right. It's on my Instagram. Let's do it. Thanks, guys. All right, that's good. And there you have it. One man and three dorks. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, yeah, that was the uh, the round table. Uh, I want to thank Mr. Jeff Smith, a.k.a. Kyle Davenport, for once again being on. I'd like to thank the Iron Cowboy Gunner Lang. You can uh, check him out uh, online, I'm sure. And uh, Herbie Hancock. You check him out. All right, guys. I think I'm going to wrap it up. Be sure to check out. Uh, oh, shoot. We had some listener questions. You know what? We'll do that next week because they're about Marvel Legends. And uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that next week. Um. Steve, When Geeks Collide, check us out, anchor.fm slash WGC Network. Like I said, we're going to have a schedule, all this stuff coming up. Stay tuned to the Twitter, uh, WGC Network, and then we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash When Geeks Collide, toy hunts, toy unboxings, lots of cool stuff, uh, and on Instagram, When Geeks Collide. And, uh, yeah, this is Steve saying geeks out. Oh, yeah, you can find me, Renown Brown, Renown Crusher, uh, Bone, Cru- Bone Crusher Steve Brown, you know. You can find me on everything, too. Okay, guys, have a good weekend. Stay safe. Steve, when geeks collide, geeks out. <laughs> a Free mix, free mix.